श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा गुरुर्ब्रह्मा गुरुर्विष्णु गुरुर्देव महेश्वरा गुरु साक्षात परम ब्रह्मा तस्मै श्री गुरवे Our mind cannot think without any reference point, and the only reference point that the mind knows is our body. Therefore, all our thoughts are. pertaining or with reference to the body and they include mainly two things one is the possessions and second is the relations these two things together constitute our personality and therefore we suffer or enjoy in life so the attempt on our part must be to see that these two things are no more a problem for us then the next step comes as to how do we get rid of it so these two things happen only after the mind takes identification with the body so our attempt in the spiritual practice as a whole and particularly as meditation has to be freedom from body identification we have to be convinced of this if we are not convinced we will go round and round again come back to the body alone imagining that we are convinced of this so we take the next step next step will be let us find out how the body and mind are connected together yesterday we had little understanding that the mind is not in the body only but the body is in the mind and how the body is in the mind mind is only one there are not many minds like gold is only one there are not many golds but when the gold takes the shape and the form of a particular ornament it separates itself as if from the total gold and the separation is name and the form has changed now we no more call it as a gold but we call it ornaments in the same manner when the mind is identified with a particular body then a body is born that body is called technically as vyakti mind is the abhivyakti mind is the manifestation but the <coughs> individuality is a vyakti and this vyakti suffers mind doesn't suffer 
mind only illuminates like our eyes see only the colors and forms as instruments eyes are not influenced by any color and any form similarly mind also helps us gathering experiences good or bad pain or comfort mind doesn't suffer when i gets identified with the mind and the mind is identified with the body then the whole cinema starts therefore if we can separate our mind and body then we will be living with such a mind which is free from its preoccupation with the body and this is how all the great masters live so yesterday we are seen with reference to the asana how we can attain it today we'll try to learn something about another principle which is used in yoga shastra and that is pranayam we all know normally we breathe 15 times per minute so in 24 hours we breathe 200 1600 times per day according to yoga shastra the longevity of the body is already predetermined according to how many times this body is going to breathe like when a bridge is constructed they predict this bridge is meant to work for 100 years 200 years exactly the same way each body is determined to breathe so many times it cannot go beyond it so this breathing forms the main part of our life therefore it's called as prana shakti this is one part or second part we keep on eating the whole day there is no gap in between there are so many things we eat what happens to that food so three things happen first the food if it is digested and assimilated a part of it goes in formation of the tissues which are constantly being replaced a part of it goes for provision of energy to the body muscles and the mind and that part which is unwanted thrown out ejected from the body is the excreta in the form of solids urine in the form of liquids and the third is the gaseous toxins which are the by product of this metabolism the first two excreta urination is thrown out but these toxins which are the by product of metabolism they keep on accumulating in the blood stream and as a result <coughs> these toxins act as the stimulus for the mind to throw the thoughts it is something like when somebody has constipation one feels very uneasy 
Similarly, if for some reason one is not able to go to urination, one feels very uneasy. In the same manner, these toxins create kind of a <clears throat> agitation for the mind. And therefore, although we do not want, the mind keeps on throwing the thoughts. And the more we struggle, the more mind is disturbed. Therefore, what is needed is, the cause for the production of the thoughts must be removed. And that is, these metabolic toxins accumulated in the blood. When the blood gets saturated of these toxins, then where those toxins will go from the saturated solution, when more things are added, they are not dissolved. So they get deposited in the joints. And then these toxins start eating the heads of the bones involved in the joints. Or if there is cartilaginous disc, it starts getting destroyed and the synovial fluid, it starts getting dried up because of these toxins. And as the age grows, all the joint pains begin a big issue. Therefore, in Ayurveda, the joint pains are called as Sandhi Vata. Vata is the air, that um, gases, Sandhi Vata. So all these toxins are responsible for that. Therefore, our attempt in pranayam is to remove these toxins. They will help us in two ways. Joint problem will be reduced. And second, the mind will start remaining quieter and quieter without much efforts. Now the third thing. <clears throat> this pranayam will help us in reducing the hold of the mind on the body. If you see, let us take an envelope. We take the postal stamp and put it on our tongue, make it sanctified and then fix it on the envelope and fix it for formally. And if we come to know we are fixed on a wrong envelope, then you have to remove it. So if you Forcibly do it, it will be torn. So, we put it in the water and then the glue gets dissolved and slowly we can peel off. Exactly the same way, the mind and the body, they are held together by the glue of this prana. So when the pranayama is practiced, this hold of the mind and the body together becomes slowly loosened because now we are working on the glue, the prana shakti. When this starts, slowly the mind is able to drop the body identification and the individual mind merges in the total mind. Like when the ornaments are uh, heated, only the names and the forms disappear 
and the individual ornament merges with the total gold. There is no loss. In the same manner, our individual mind, meaning the mind which has taken the shape of the body, that shape is given up and individual mind merges with the total mind. Therefore, be attentive, mind has now no reference of the body to think. And as a result, the mind is effortlessly quiet. And in that effortlessly quiet mind, the experience is not of something, but only the experience is of being. Presently our experience is, I am man, I am woman, I am husband, I am wife, I am rich, I am poor. Because all these experiences are with reference to the body. But when the mind has given up the shape of the body fully, now mind has no reference. Therefore, no thoughts. Thought-free mind, I am not telling thoughtless. Thought-free mind is consciousness. And when this is practiced again and again, slowly, that becomes our natural state. And in that natural state, although there will be thoughts erupting in the mind, yet mind creating a body will not be born. Because the thoughts are not with reference to the body. So things will be seen, everything will be done, but a body will not be born. I have seen this, I know that, I will teach you that I will not be born. See friends. Therefore, it is not the thoughtlessness, but thought-freeness, meaning although thoughts, it won't be an issue. Presently, if we see, we all suffer only because of these thoughts. Physical, physical work you do, eight hours, energy requirement is equal to talking one hour, energy requirement. You talk for eight hours, energy consumption is equal to thinking unnecessarily for 15 minutes. How much energy is wasted? And such people, all the time, I am feeling very exhausted. What you have done? Nothing. Mind is tremendously agitated, disturbed. 
angrily frustrated. Such a mind cannot comprehend the truth. And therefore, pranayam is the technique, health, etc. are the byproducts. But the main purpose is we are able to get rid of this body identification by loosening the gap of the hold of the mind on the body. Then we will be able to distinctly experience what I told you yesterday. Like when I see any object, how the object is seen, in technical terms it is called as, when an object is seen, then it is, the mind includes this object in its womb. That is called as Vritti Vyapti. Mind takes this object and the shape of the object is taken by the mind. Like this light has no shape. But when the light falls on an object, it takes the shape of that particular object. Similarly, mind has no shape. When it comes in contact with an object, it takes the shape of that object. This is called a vritti vyapti. But only by vritti vyapti, knowledge doesn't happen. Like this object is included in the mind, shape of the mind. This object is included. So these two objects don't know each other. Then, this vritti vyapti must be followed by phala vyapti. Who knows this? I know this. So, phala is the result. So, when the vritti vyapti is in contact with the conscious mind, then phala vyapti, a knower is born. So, object is included in the mind, becomes a thought. Then that thought is owned by somebody, it is called a Palavyapti. So I know this object. After the knower of the thought is born, then the knowledge happens. Without the knower of the thought, knowledge cannot happen. And after the knowledge happens, then neither the object nor the knower is necessary. See, this is how the mind functions. So, Vritti Vyapti is with reference to the outside object in the mind. Phala Vyapti is with, with reference to the inside mind. Therefore, in the same mind, outside, inside is created with reference to the body. Therefore, the body is in the mind. Now anything you hold for a long period of time, anything, take a tissue paper, hold it for one hour, one hour, not possible. Okay, whatever time, 
after half a minute, hand will start going down. Now please lift it. Again after a few seconds. Now please lift it. Okay. Ultimately, I can't. Never mind. Now when you first lifted that tissue paper, the weight was, let us say, 2 grams or 5 grams. After some time, has the weight increased? Why are you tired? Whatever insignificant a thing may be, when you hold it for long, it is tiresome. Take anything, any event of your life, whatever insignificant it may be, if you don't drop it, you will be always tired because of that. We have to learn the art of giving up. Enough is enough. Take it. So never mind. And how this can be done? Only by forgetting. Forget. Two ways to drop the past. Either forget or forgive. Both. And in this manner, our mind is holding on to the body for long, it gets tired and then the mind gives up the body, no more. When the mind is disidentified from the body, body goes to sleep. See, mind is there. Therefore, although sleeping, the life process metabolism is going on. But mind has not taken the shape of the body. Therefore, we have to live not as the body, we have to live through the body. Like I am talking to you through the mind. The mic is not talking to you. In the same manner, I am talking you through the body, through the mouth. Mouth is not talking. See friends, in this manner, a distinct, clear understanding about the body and the mind has to happen. When this happens, then alone we can think of using this mind for some higher purpose. Presently our mind is busy only with reference to body, living as the body, for the body, on everybody. There is nothing beyond it. Morning we get up, clean the body inside out and then give it a bath, do all the makeup and then give the food and then go here and there, again give the food and then go here and there. For what are bring the food again? Whole life is only that. What else? So instead, the body working for us, we are working for the body like the slaves. See, friends, 
because we are so convinced that I am the body. Bhagavan Shankaracharya writes sannyas. What is many people have got a funny notion about sannyas. It looks very enchanting. See, what is sannyas? Dehanyaso hi sannyasaha naiva kashaya vasasa naham deho mahatmeti lakshanam jnana lakshanam nishchayam jnana lakshanam Living through the body and not as the body is called a sannyas. Naiva kashaya vasasa we are tailor-made sannyasi. It makes no difference what color of cloth you have. These friends. And once you get into that mode, completely destroyed, then you become a Babaji. Then Ashirvad, curse, Dakshina, Ashram. The whole samsara begins. You people go and buy a half kilogram of uh, lady's finger for your house. Babaji's go to the market and buy a half truckload of jade's finger. Jade's finger is gajar. <laughs> what kind is it's a um, tragedy that is not sannyas. See friends, sannyas is not something to be the goal of life. The goal of life is no more identified with the body. It doesn't matter. See? It is so important. But when we are too much identified with the body, then we want to decorate the body by different ways. See? And then there will be lot of mala, Rudraksha mala, Spatika mala, Tulasi mala, then Vaijanti mala. Then various kinds of designs, the dot com or you or why. And then photograph. That is a deception. Self deception. We shall not get carried away by that. Therefore, Pranayama is meant for separating the body and the mind. Body and the mind are separated under three conditions. First, ignorance, as in deep sleep. The mind drops the shape of the body, therefore there is no body. How there is nobody? One lady told me about her husband, Swamiji, he snores so loudly, my sleep disturbs. And when I tell him, wake him, don't snore, and he's so cool, he said, no, I am not snoring. And again enters and starts the same thing with equal zest. I said, I agree with him. He doesn't snore. How come? I said, when he is sleeping, he is not your husband. 
Otherwise, he who cannot look at your eyes with open eyes, will he make a noise in front of you? Cannot. He discards freedom from the husbandhood. And therefore, he celebrates it through snoring. How simple it is. So, how we have to understand separation of the mind? Number one, under ignorance and deep sleep. Under compulsion in death. And third, through wisdom in meditation. We have to opt for the third. First, we are expert. Second, we don't know. The third, we can try. And for that, we start it on a small scale. So, we do pranayam. Now, about pranayam, few things. Normally, we breathe very superficially. Therefore, all these toxins which should have been thrown through breathing out of our system, they are not thrown, they remain accumulated. Therefore, what is called is the um, Nadi Shodhanam Pranayam. Nadi Shodhanam, this word is not there in Patanjali Yoga Darshan. See, Nadi Shodhanam means what? The blood which is saturated of these toxic gases or toxins, that has to be removed. And the blood purification happens in the lungs. So, when we breathe normally, it is not deep breathing. And therefore, the purification doesn't happen. Therefore, one has to do this Nadi Chodhanam Pranayam by deep breathing. So, it is done many different ways. One way is simple. Breathe in deep, slowly. First, fill in your uh, lower lobes of the lungs. And after they are filled, then fill in the upper lobes of the lungs. And then empty the first the upper lobes and then the lower lobes. For our understanding, we call it the stomach and the chest. So first of all, we breathe in and fill in the stomach. Just observe, don't do it. So we fill it. So the stomach bulges out. Then we fill in the chest. The chest expands. And stomach, stomach is bulged. So we are expanded to the fullest capacity. And therefore, Lot of exchange of oxygen and the toxins happen in the lungs properly. Then we breathe out. First from the uh, chest, so the chest collapses. And then we squeeze our diaphragm inside upward, so that the lungs are pressed and squeezed. Everything comes out. And this is done slowly and steadily for maybe 5-10 minutes. As a result, all the toxins are removed. Like we have to go at least twice, thrice a day for <coughs> defecation and urination in the same manner. We have to do this at least twice a day so that all the toxins are removed. It is necessary. 
And when you do that, you feel lightness. Then the second technique the Yoga Shastra tells is the Anulom Vilom Pranayam. In that, we breathe first from the left nostril, this is called a Chandra Nadi. So we press the right nostril, breathe in slowly <coughs> to the fullest capacity, and then close the right, the left nostril and breathe out from the right nostril slowly. And while doing this, then breathe from the right and uh, breathe out from the left. So this is alternately done. Normally, we breathe 15 times. But if you are doing deep breathing, it should be done so slow and deep that the frequency of 15 is reduced to maximum 3 or 4. For example, I'll just do it <coughs> to what slow extent it can go. I have taken one breath in and one breath out. So, in this speed, if you do it, the breathing frequency will be reduced from 15 to 3, 4. And as a result, the lungs become clearer, blood becomes purer, and to that extent, the agitations of the mind are reduced because the mind is now no more identified with the body. This is the technique. If this is clear, then practice this for whatever time we do it and if there is a need, we will give instructions. So, first psychological adjustments. Sit proper that the weight of your body is on your ischai points. Try to see that you do not take support of the back. Keep your hands in your lap. Now we are cheerful and happy. We are not here under compulsion or a punishment. In our heart is our beloved Lord and Guru Maharaj. They protect us and guide us from within. Now the body has become firm at the base vertically steady. Now breathe in slowly first 
squeeze your diaphragm inside out so that the lungs are emptied. Then slowly breathe in the stomach. After that, breathe in in the chest. Then breathe out from the chest. And then again squeeze the diaphragm. So breathing out is complete. This makes one cycle. Now you can start on your own. Please continue and listen. The time required for breathing in and out should be approximately equal. Don't count anything by a rhythm it can be developed.
Now you may stop deep breathing. Now you'll observe that your breathing has become extremely slow and shallow. This is an indication that the mind has loosened its grip on the shape of the body. Now we start inquiring. If I am functioning through the body because I am someone other than the body, then what is the burden of this statement? The body's quality are not my qualities. What is the quality of the body? The shape. So now I start playing meditation. What it is like being formless? To play formlessness, is there anything that we know which is formless? Of course, the space is formless. So now the mind is given the object space. Whatever remnants of the body's shape was remaining in the mind, that is finally removed by giving the mind the object space. If I am not the body, then it is like being space.
space is one, bodies are many. Now let us evaluate our direct experience. Space doesn't have the beginning, middle, modification and end. This is our experience also. We don't have the beginning, experience of birth, experience of growth, and experience of end, the death, and experience of modification. This infinite, unborn, unchanging, unending is the ultimate.
you do not fight with the thoughts. Remain indifferent.
your breathing is extremely slow and shallow slowly increase the depth of breathing not suddenly in three four times now the body is included in the mind the mind has now taken the shape of our body so from the total mind the individual mind is born you can move your toes and fingers now the experience that i am inside the body is confirmed and the world is outside and samsara begins offer everything at the feet of the lord no experience is repeated that experience which is repeated is a finite experience within the scope of the mind the divine experience is unlimited and hence cannot be repeated therefore don't make any memory it will become imagination Om Purnamadaha Purnamidam Purnahat Purnamudachate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnamevavashishate Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Sri Guru Nyodamaha Hari Om